0: All right, so that's what six years ago, and then shortly after that, we switched to the tried and true. everybody, and Welcome to Caffeination 515. This is celebrating six bodacious years of doing the uh, Caffeination Podcast. I am Paul. This is Steve. And that's Larry. And we are here to try and give you an absolutely wonderful show here today. Hopefully you are going to be able to enjoy the uh, live show uh, over at live.caffeination.com. We are there 9.30 Eastern, whatever standard, daylight, whatever it happens to be at any given point in time. Uh, we're there 9.30 roughly, anyway, let's just say. Because <laughs> I think last week was our best, uh, point, we were like right on point with it. Yeah. And, uh, we just, it just didn't work out this week. Yeah, we had a couple things, lighting issues. If you remember, uh, last week we were talking a little bit about the fun lighting, yeah, that I got for Christmas. Uh, it turns out that the, uh, plastic diffusers will melt if you put them on a hot light bulb. Yeah. So it looked really good last week, and this week we're using paper hanging from a clothesline. so uh, let's just hope the paper doesn't catch fire if you are listening to this live then you don't have to worry about where to find it but if you're trying to find it after the fact it can be found lovingly nestled along with all of its episodic friends over at www.caffination.com that's caffeination.com the high octane world of caffeine culture technology news and pretty much any of the fun stuff that we can find on the internet that we think that you will enjoy as well Um, there's a host of other shows that are involved in the Tech Podcast Network, just like we are. They are all child-safe, family-friendly, and educational, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the community that surrounds the Tech Podcasts in a very short amount of time, but you can find all of the other member shows over at techpodcasts.com, and this is proudly sponsored by Puzzle Piece Productions. To find out more about what the missing pieces are, head on over to puzzlepiecepro.com. You like that? Uh, that's good. All right. So uh, we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Uh, we have a little bit of a geeky this week. Not sure if we talked about that beforehand. I don't know if you've got anything for yeah, it. Yeah, not All really. Right. You're going to have to start stepping it up. I know. I, I do. All right. So, I, I mean, seriously. It's uh, embarrassing.
1: I'm slacking on the geeky. slacking. What can
0: I say? Start calling you slacko. Yeah, slacko. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh there's a bunch of fun stuff, but here's the the big news this week. CES the Consumer Electronics Show is going down currently and the fine folks from Tech Podcast Network are out there covering it in force. So if you head on over to caffeination.com, you can see the live stream right up across the top. There's all the other member shows have agreed to carry, uh, well, a lot of the other member shows have agreed to carry. You know, the live stream, so you can see that. You can head on over to techpodcast.tv and see it. There's a whole bunch of other places, but I would suggest watching it at techcaffeination.com, just because, you know, that's where I do. Um, <laughs> there's also another fun little add-on bonus that we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the content, but a very good friend of the show, Norbert Davis. Norb's not in the chat room tonight because Norb's out doing good things. And uh, Rapunzel, I'm getting called Rapunzel now. Get it? Get it. I get it. Let down my hair.
1: No, 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 no. What? Rapun- Oh Oh wow wow. well! Oh, we're going back to the last show. Apparently. Steve's
0: <laughs> gonna try and throw a little punish in there. He's gonna try and punish me. <laughs> See? Alright, there we go. And we're back. Boom, right there. Alright, but we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Geeky this week, I've been like up to my eyeballs and setting up computers and work. Nothing at home. Um I've been watching some fun things on Netflix, that's about it. You got nothing?
1: Nah.
0: All just right. movies and reading. If there's any kind of fun stuff uh, that other people are doing out there, in uh, you know, the, in the in the wide world that you'd like to send in, please feel feel free to fire an email off to caffeination at gmail dot com, or if you'd like to direct one of your uh, comments directly to myself or Steve, you can either do it at paul at caffeination dot com
1: or Steve at caffeination.com. dot com. See, he's even ready for that one. <laughs> Big
0: hitter is on tonight. So, uh, another fun thing that we happen to be doing going back and forth is uh, the name game. It's where you just call somebody a different name every time you do it. Unfortunately, uh, it, it's turned into a competitive sport around these parts. <laughs> so, uh, home skillet over here is trying to work on something. So, uh, we, we got a lot of fun things to do. But, uh, all right. The first story we have, besides talking about CES at TPN, which we have a story over at com all about, is a... Uh, Wonderful little, uh, lifesaver that, uh, Steve dug up.
1: That's right. And, uh, <laughs> what this is, is, uh, the British Heart Foundation decided to, uh, try something a little different. And you're just just get, <laughs> get on with it. <laughs> uh, try to, uh, teach, you know, different kinds of CPR, I guess, and, uh, this is the hands-only CPR, uh, video that I found, and it features, uh, tough guy, uh, Vinnie Jones, who, uh... Most of you would know from lock stock, and two smoking barrels, uh or uh, gone in sixty seconds. He or Euro trip. Euro trip. He, he played the uh, soccer hooligan yeah. On trip. Yeah, he he yeah. was funny. But uh yeah, this uh this you know what it's actually pr- it, it's pretty catchy. It tells you to uh, press nine nine nine, press hard and fast. And uh you gotta lock to your
0: knuckles under uh, the thing you, go. you gotta push down to the beat of staying alive. And then as they're doing it, they're also playing the uh, song. Playing and the song. Steve doesn't want to listen to it again. No. Because, because he has it firmly stuck in his head again. Permanently. Every time.
1: Yeah, every time.
0: But, you know, I, I think it's a really good thing, except if you're in the U.S., it's 9 1 1. 9 So uh, you, you'd probably want to do that first. Uh, Hands only CPR is pretty much the way to go from now on. Like, they're, yes, they're saying but that the, uh, the breath doesn't really help.
1: No. So.
0: Heart compressions—it's about where it's at. What do you say about breaking a rib? It's all right if you break a rib, as long as you That's keep the it, knees are
1: going or something. It's better to break the—it's uh, better to crack a rib than to uh, kick the bucket.
0: Okay, there you go, the wise words from uh, right. soccer tough and, guy. And no
1: kissing—you only kiss your missus. <laughs> <laughs> only kiss your misses on the lips.
0: <laughs> uh, gotta gotta love that. <laughs> all right, now the next little thing we have for you here was sent to us as a wonderful story by the fine folks. Over at uh, MakerBot Industries, MakerBot is unbelievable. They do a lot of really cool things. We're hoping to get one and work, uh, but they've come out with a new version 2.0 or 3.0, actually. Um, they had, oh, man, I can't remember what the, the second one The first one was MakerBot. The second one was like thingamajig or something like that. It had the word thing in it. But the, uh, the last one is the MakerBot Replicator, and basically they have two nozzles, it has a bigger bed, so you can make cooler things at larger scales. So, I think that's pretty awesome. I, I can't wait to see what actually, what you know kind of stuff they actually have coming out of it, because, I mean, Thingiverse, which is the, uh, the, the place where you can go and actually see all the different little files that people have shared, uh, is a fun little place to browse, uh, and the way that they announced the makerbot replicator is that they actually released a text adventure so that you could go through I have to I have to put the link up to it but it's it's a uh, playable text adventure that you had to figure out what they were going to be announcing by sorting through a whole bunch of serious puzzles. I got 90% of the, all the way through it and I haven't beaten it yet but <laughs> it, it, it's pretty cool I I got to say. So Makerbot Industries replicator 2 color uh two color creations so you can create something that looks like the world which is uh one of the things that he had up at the top there uh bray pettis actually has a wonderful video where he announces it and uh it's it's just cool so i just want to pass that along because i thought that was pretty cool
1: neat all right next little story uh it's the uh, casio's 3d printing is uh, what we're talking about here and um nowadays that's all you're going to start seeing is nothing but 3d printing and For them, uh, for Casio, what they did with the uh, CES this year was uh, they didn't show any type of uh, how it works or anything like that. They just showed a couple of uh, examples, and all they did was hand out surveys: "Would you buy this product?"
0: Yeah, and I think what they were saying was how much would you pay for a a piece? It's not like they were selling the printers, right? It's like okay, let's just say how much would you pay to have one of your flat two D files turned into a three D extruded picture? and they ranged anywhere from $100 to $800. You know what? I'd I'd throw a little paper mache on before I I plunk down $800 to have a 3D portrait of a Dalmatian. I don't even like Dalmatians. Yeah. As dogs go, they have like, you know, they have a job that they have to do, but you know, that's I don't know. I've never had one, so I can't really uh, mention too much about it. But they have some really cool uh, examples of it. But they don't. Have, they only have one isonometric or axonometric view, rather, where you can see the thing sticking out from the canvas. You can see the texture on the waves that's right here, and you can right. see like the. Uh, they have another really cool one. It's like an anime chick holding a sword. It's probably from a specific show, but I don't know. But you can see some of the extrusion and some of like the stippling on the outside that makes it look really cool. But they don't show you anything moving nah. and they don't show you what i think is actually out of the thing uh contrary to a uh, popular and dirty belief would be the sword sticking out <laughs> as opposed to anything else right but i i don't think they show you that which is kind of irritating when you really think about it so i i think more than anything the uh the dalmatian that they had though would freak me out because he has red eyes
1: yeah that's that's what i was gonna come to is the fact that that's a little scary.
0: I mean, even as a 2D image, I'm not a big fan of that dog. I don't want that dog anywhere near me.
1: If if I want that thing to be 3D, I'll I'll put some red lights uh, where the eyes are. Oh, that that would be cool.
0: (laughs) I mean, I I hate the fact that they have it as a proprietary system. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we can do this. We ain't gonna tell you how we can do it. It's like, you know what? If you were Xerox, maybe, okay? If you were, I don't know, like Kinko's, like, this could be a service that they offer. But Casio, they're, they're, they're a gadget company. They're, yeah. they're not a, a, a service company. I don't get it. So uh, that, that's kind of cool, but, you know, moving on. All right, next little thing, which is sure to send you screaming in terror. But there is a really freaky story that's out there right now about scientists playing around with genetic modifications. And as anybody who reads comic books know, this always ends well. But uh, they, they determined that there's a type of soldier ant that is a mutation that exists in some mounds, and it has a giant head, giant pinchers, and it's like three times the size of a normal soldier ant. So what they were saying is that this is actually a throwback critter. So it would be a uh, a, a creature that's that's basically a a, a mutation that makes it act like one of its ancestors did which is all cool and everything but how do you replicate this how, how can you continue to do this and the scientists modified some kind of hormone and actually were able to turn any ant into this thing and well you know not after they're born obviously but they can genetically modify these things and actually create them at will now which is which is absolutely insane and this is totally cool tech live from CES ju- chiming in right now. That's right, Norb. We haven't even gotten to your stuff, man. That's awesome that you're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally a crow ant, if you really want to think about it, and that's that's probably the the best way to uh, to talk about it. But it, it's it's kind of freaky when you think about it because they're saying that they can you know through hormones and other things they they can unlock um, dormant traits in your body. So could you imagine like unlocking the really hairy trait and turning everybody into robin williams scary yeah it would be scary i mean <laughs> and who knows what what they could have and that made me think of the uh the reptilian dna from the lizard in the spider-man comics yeah where he he basically wanted to go back to when everybody was a reptile or something it was like all pseudoscience because it's comic books but, you know, he wanted to try and regenerate his arm that fell off Dr. Connors. And there's some versions of the Marvel Universe where he actually eats his own son. So we're not we're not digging on that one. But, yeah, And uh, just keep those ants well away from me. That's all I can say. <laughs> those, those suckers. Yeah, I've already seen other videos on YouTube where you can't drown fire ants. Right, I've seen it's that. It's like where you just drop the ball of ants in. How do you get a ball of ants? I
1: have no idea.
0: I just... Talk to their uncles? I don't know. All right, we're moving on. <sighs> <laughs> we have a uh, an absolutely wonderful uh, technological advancement here.
1: <laughs> I'd say advancement, yeah. And uh, what we're talking about here is what they're calling the e-urinal. And uh, what this actually will do is test your urine and give you a whole bunch of uh, health updates about it. Test everywhere from the pH... To the WBC, to the KET, and don't ask me what any of those mean. Okay, I was about to say WBC.
0: I mean, if I could see the WB being a contingent because that was a really bad network. Yeah, but you know, maybe it has the UPN, maybe a couple of other ones in there, a little TBS. I'm
1: done. Yeah, I'm done. (laughs) 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 I mean, so so.
0: I mean, pardon pardon the phrasing, but would that be piss poor programming? (sighs) I had to. I'm sorry, but and still. you're back. Yeah, I'm back. We're on we're on point. It's 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 the uh, the caffeination has come back. But Finally, yeah. the caffeination has come back to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. This. Uh, I like that idea. I think it's a really cool idea. I, I like the fact that you know it gives you a little bit of dia- diagnostic re- readout. But the um the the funny thing about this is that it can tell you if if you're in bad shape.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, it tests the temperature, it tests everything that No, bad. it tells
0: you if you're in bad
1: shape. Ah jeez, you know what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, and, and the bad part about switching back and forth between the cameras is that I don't always forget that we don't have the the, the, the live shot on, so you can see the Steve uh, drink cam there, except right. Steve's out, I'm so out. He, he's empty, and that's that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all there and all well and good. But uh, we, we have a lot of fun uh, doing these shows, i got to tell you, so <laughs> really cool. Uh, that, that's a neat story, though. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, for now we have an early edition of Coffee in the show here today and uh oh, wow somehow I uh I, I embiggened all the images but uh we have a uh, interesting thing it's called curfew it's furniture made from compressed coffee it's coffee gra- used coffee grounds uh bits of plastic and recycled junk all compressed down into a you know basically a flat shell like surface. I, I like this. I think it's really cool. Um, and it, not just because hey you know you can say hey this you know this is made of coffee or this is my coffee coffee table or whatever, but more along the lines of I like the fact that they're using the coffee as kind of like the fibrous content. So it's a, you know
1: keeps them regular. They put the emphasis on coffee. Yeah, I coffee do coffee table coffee that's, that's nice. yeah there
0: you go that that that's what it that's bringing the noise out that's of the <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know so they have that and that's from dear coffee i love you which is really cool and then they also have a story about the coffee lab at google london hq and this is they actually used an entire slate of this stuff to to make all the furniture in this lab so i thought that was pretty cool as well all right next little story that we got for you here
1: yeah. this is all you i know it is it's a, yeah. <laughs> Uh this is a seesaw table, uh creative design and uh what this is is uh you can't sit at the table alone with this. <laughs> uh it, what it is is basically you know it it encourages uh you know people to sit together yep. on the seesaw.
0: Yeah, but I got a question. And and you probably knew that I would. But I, I have a question because I, I'm six foot two and significantly larger than my wife. Mm -hmm. and she's five foot two, so it's like there's a foot between us. Right. This thing has no weighted balance. There's no way to move the fulcrum back and forth. At any one point in time, that chick's going to be way up in the air, and I'm going to be way down on the ground with this. (laughs) You'd have to have two similarly sized people for this to work, and you'd always have to trust the person, especially if it's like there's soup or something involved, because I could definitely see springing up in the air and (laughs) letting somebody uh, fall as they were eating. You could see that working out, though. Yeah, I could. I, I, I would. I would think that would actually be really fun to do. <laughs> it's like the perfect prank table, especially if like you could rig it up to have like a cotter pin you could pull, <laughs> so that they don't even know it's the seesaw table. Ha oh, ha! You got seesawed. <laughs> All right, next little uh, thing.
1: That was just funny, so we just should pass that along. So would you say that even though I might see it coming, you already saw it coming?
0: I already saw it coming, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I, ge- I guess that, that, that joke was an attempt to balance out the scales of this yeah. show.
1: Yeah, it didn't work, though.
0: No, no, it didn't. That, that kind of fell flat. It did. Sorry, a little mm-hmm. E flat, B flat, what? Steve flat. Steve flat is right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next show that we got for the next show. Yeah, the next show that we got for you is Two Punny Guys. No, is a uh, is a funky furniture grown from magnets. Basically they make a pol- they mix a polymer polymer with um magnetic elements and then they put like a super conductive uh, magnet in there and they pull the polymer up as it dries and it makes probably one of the craziest and coolest selections of furniture that i've ever seen i really like these i I, not that i would actually trust to sit on one but they're they're definitely cool for plant stands or whatever you want to call them i don't know exactly how they, they make sure that it uh that it actually is, you know, sturdy or whatever, because I'm pretty sure they had a couple where it's like, oh, they, wow, we extruded it up so much, and all of a sudden it just falls over. Like, that purple one in the background does not look stable, even in the at least. All. But uh, they all have the same fun surface because they are all made by putting all the, the, the fun stuff in there, and then they put the electromagnets up at the top. So as it, like, you know, reaches up and grows, they can uh, they can do all sorts of fun stuff. It's a little uh, video of the process. And I think that one looks cooler than any of the other ones that they had. But Yeah. That actually has three definitive legs. So uh, I guess we don't have a leg to stand on when we're talking oh, about yeah. this.
1: Man, you're just being puntastic today, aren't I you? I
0: am puntastic. <laughs> it, it, it is uh, Sunday, Monday, pun day. <laughs> but now pun day is actually Tuesday. All right. Then so it would be puns day. Puns day.
1: For Wednesday.
0: Yeah. All right. There we go. <laughs> We have a lot of uh, we have a lot of fun doing the show. Hopefully that 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 translates through. (laughs) But there's a uh, illicit substance or a uh, a tobacco water pipe that is the next story. This is probably one of the most. Interesting and intricate ways that uh, people can ingest illegal substances that I've ever actually seen.
1: Yeah, I'd say so.
0: Uh, I've seen a couple. I've been inside some hash shops around here. I've seen some crazy stuff. I've seen people who really take it to the limit one more time when it comes to, to making these glass bongs and things. But I've never seen anything that actually approaches the Boba Fett helmet. Have you ever seen anything
1: like that? Uh, No, not at all.
0: And the the coolest part about this thing is that you can even wear it. In order to smoke it, you have to wear it. So you put it on, and then the mouthpiece is actually in the mouth guard. And then his little antenna is where you would put your tobacco of wacky choice. And you just let it go from there. I I think this is a beautiful design. So depending on the state and depending on the amount of prescriptions that you can get filled – I think this would almost be up there with like you know a respirator. This this you could probably put one of the you know you put this on your HMO.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm
0: sorry. I have cataracts and I'm a geek, so this is the only way I can really do this. Yeah.
1: That's so uh,
0: <laughs> I think that's really cool. So I just wanted to share it with the group. Next little thing we got for you here is a uh, rather dynamic gadget that Steve found. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty good. You like
1: that? It's, it's called a Segway, and we're not talking the two kinds that oh, you're right. man, You just throw that right in there, don't you? A lot of coffee. I know. I can tell. A lot tell. of coffee. And uh, what this is is actually a uh, just a regular shirt that shows how much love you have. And uh, what this does is if you put uh, a transmitter uh, with this shirt, uh, put it something like, for instance, for me next to my Xbox or you with the coffee – uh, the closer you get to this item the more hearts you have uh, light up on the shirt that's that's pretty
0: cool i think this is like the second version of it the first one i had you know was two def- two separate shirts yeah so just like they have in the graphic there. And like I'd really tried to get my wife to, to, to buy one and she wouldn't let me and she refused to wear it even if I did. So I, I was I was a little disappointed.
1: Well that's when you get it for for a birthday or... Yeah,
0: and Christmas and, Christ- and eventually <laughs> she'll have nothing but that shirt and she'll have to wear it. And that that's just how it's gonna work out. But uh she she called me a geek and I said, Well, hey, you know, you, you picked me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we have a we have a fun conversation among a couple of our friends. Like how soon? How soon did you let your significant other know about your your geeky tendencies? And uh, you know, both my friend Dave and I basically said, "How soon? I don't think we could cover them up enough." <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, it's it was one of those things. But you know, every once in a while, there's one that just really kind of goes above and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, have you seen this? Uh, the next one. This is a uh, ad spoof.
1: I, I have not seen it yet.
0: Okay, this is this is pretty nifty. This is Photoshop by Adobe. And it basically shifts the idea of using Photoshop as software to Photoshop as real-life cover-up or a cosmetic that you would normally use. And they mispronounce Adobe as Adobe. And it's it's a fun little commercial of basically trying to uh, bring something to light about the, the way that all the different ads are Photoshopped that are out there. Yeah, you know, they can make anybody look like anybody. And as you're looking through, like, they have some really crazy examples of like people who look perfectly attractive and absolutely wonderful who get shrunk down to like unbelievably tiny little uh, dimensions, and it's pretty pretty bad. So uh, yeah, I, I love the ad. I love the story that they're telling. So I just wanted to share it with the group. All right, and the next little thing that we got for you here is a uh, a little mystery. It's a little little uh, secret. A little secret? How secret is it? It's 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 super secret. <laughs>
1: I got nothing. You got nothing. I You're got supposed no- to talk about. It. I know. Well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of a pun that I can. not Well, you don't need a pun. I, I really don't. You're more of a punner than I am. I am. <laughs> but uh, what we got here is, uh, was it about fifty? Fifty years is what they are talking about, right? Yeah, fifty that's why it years. Says fifty. 50 on the yeah, top. Well, you yeah. never, yeah. Know, you yeah. never know how yeah. many bonds there are nowadays. Yeah. And basically, uh, this is a collection of uh, all the bonds up to today. Five decades of uh, 007. Yeah, you know, I, I like
0: how they have uh, Daniel Craig, dead. You know, pretty much center. They're, yeah. All well, the two latest ones are Daniel Craig and Pierce Brosnan, I'm pretty sure. And they have both of them pretty much center, and they have the uh, the iconic Sean Connery off to the side. Yeah. I smooth. am the last one.
1: <laughs> yeah, he looks pretty smooth there. He does. He looks slick. He
0: does. Uh, I'm not a real big fan of
1: Robert Wood because he just. You know, I don't know. No, nah, he didn't fit the character that well.
0: Yeah. So, uh, and I can't remember off the top of my head the other two. So that that's how good of a Bond <laughs> they were. <laughs> so, but I mean, I like the Bond movies. They're really cheesy. I remember my son, m- uh, my son knew knew the music just because I was watching Bond movies when I was home with him. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, he was like six months old. We're watching like <laughs> and he and he just like you know, perked up. And he'd start watching watching the TV, but you know, after that, you know, unless it's a cartoon, we just we just don't watch it anymore. <laughs> so uh, you know, Phineas and Ferb is where it's at, kids. That's right. But uh all right, now the next little story we have is an absolutely wonderful post from a gentleman who's currently in the uh the uh press the 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 press or room i guess he's in the green room, yeah. And uh, that would be Norbert Davis of the Totally Cool Tech Podcast. Uh, Norbert has, a, uh, has been releasing awesome stories all over at totallycooltech.com, and we have two of them here for you. The first one is his rundown of the day one of the press day. He actually got in with press credentials before everything went down and the uh, public opening happened, and so he did a little video clip. And uh, i got to tell you, it's been fantastic following the guys at uh, at TPN, and more importantly, it's been fantastic following Norbert because he's been doing some really cool stuff, so it's uh, great to see it. And I can't wait to see what he comes up with next. And I'm especially uh, enthused about the next story that he has, which is the... uh, the uh, Swiss Army knife with a USB fingerprint reader this kind of fit in with the whole bond thing yeah uh, I was uh, I was digging on this I was like you know what so this would be really cool if I can you know make my students log in through this <laughs> it's like I, I, we have computers that have fingerprint readers in work but they don't necessarily always work and they always tell you to use like I think it's your pointer finger, the ones that, that they have. So I always tell them to use like a non-standard uh, finger, and they're like, "Why?" It's well, it's security. And they say, "How secure do I have to be if I'm not here and I don't use my finger?" It's <laughs> like, "Well, you, know, you got to be secure with your security. So you, know, you got to make sure that nobody else can open up your knife." That's right. So this would be the cutting edge of technology. See, so you were waiting for it. I was.
1: I was. I was that, that was right off the top I was of my Anticipating head. it. Anticipating.
0: Anticipation. <laughs> all right that about wraps it up here for the for the uh not the totally cool tech podcast come on that's norm's uh work but that about wraps it up here for the geek cruft section of our podcast he almost took <laughs> his job i almost took his job and the <laughs> man's in vegas whatever happens in vegas apparently doesn't stay there No, because he's coming home eventually <laughs> maybe but uh, hey you know <laughs> all right we have a wonderful little uh, selection from food and caffeinated bits we are ready to share with the uh, group here and the first one is a burger that is uh, from the dark side of the force. Uh, I absolutely love this story. Uh, Had you seen these before I posted them? No. I can't believe that we don't have these in the U.S., But this is a unbelievable and wonderful little thing that they have over in France. France of all places, the place where cuisine is cuisine, and you know they're they're showing like McDonald's style burger tie-ins to movies. (laughs) Well, because of Star Wars Episode One coming out in 3D, they have the Darth Vader burger and the Jedi burger. My my problem with this, not the fact that the bun's black. I think that's actually kind of really cool. But it's the the Jedi's are really kind of bland. They're, it doesn't look like anything I would eat. No, and it it's like the generic Jedi burger. It's not the Luke burger because of course they'd have to the serve wine with all that cheese. It's it's not the uh, the Obi Wan burger because it would only be there you know in spirit. And if it's a Yoda burger, then it has to be like a uh, the slider. I put a lot of thought. Into I know this. you did. And it's in the article too. <laughs> but if it's a yoga burger, yoga burger. Yeah, if it's a yoga burger, you have to bend over backwards to eat it. But if it's a Yoda burger, <laughs> but if it's a Yoda burger, it should actually be smaller, and it should whip the other burger's rear end, and it should have a lot of guacamole in it because that's green guacamole and lettuce.
1: That would be really cool. Well when I first saw the Jedi burger I actually thought what is the cheese pieces are up top were marshmallows. I don't know why. Wow.
0: Yeah. That, that would actually be more interesting than what they're showing us here. They're just show that's is that blue cheese? I believe it is supposed to be blue cheese. But that's not even right because it it's like there's nothing blue about it anymore. Blue for Luke's lightsaber, but you know, blue and green technically, but still yeah you know, it's you know, I don't know I don't get it I, I it could be so much better and this is another one of those Star Wars tie-ins where you just want to kind of grab uh, George Lucas by his ears and shake him until he stops making stupid decisions
1: I think if you shake his ears enough he might uh you know his ears might point up like Spock <laughs>
0: well then you know then he would be completely out of character uh, yes he would. I shake him so much that he forgets about jar jar now that would be awesome We used to think this was a mistake <laughs> <laughs> all right next little thing with uh that we found is i i showed this around the architecture uh, department and uh I, I think i thought it was a lot cooler than, than what it, they thought it was but uh apparently this is a very common thing right now but uh, there there are different people who are trying to be a little bit more green, trying to be a little bit more sustainable. And they're reusing shipping containers as part of architectural pieces. Now, I've seen apartment buildings and hotels and everything done out of these. And every year an architecture student will actually do some kind of project that uses this. But this is the first time I've ever seen a Starbucks built out of one. And I think it actually kind of works. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it looks like they're using uh, two going horizontally and one, you know, kind of perpendicular to that, and making kind of an L. And I just think overall this is a neater way to actually reuse some places. And I like some of the uh, the art that they have. But yes.
1: I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I actually think it looks pretty neat. It's <clears throat> it's a smart idea, you know, instead of, you know, taking the time to you know, dis- Yeah, go ahead. What? No, go
0: ahead. What were you going to say? I so said, you don't have to worry about footings or anything. It wasn't even a bad pun or anything. It was like, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things you don't have to worry about when you're using a solid metal box. You slap it down and boom, store. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I can't think of anything <laughs> else now. You had me. All right, now the next little thing, this is, a, this is a pretty cool one. It's actually pretty super. Pretty super? I'm super, thanks for
1: asking. <laughs> uh, what this is is actually... Uh, the pizza, Superman pizza. And, uh, basically the shape of the symbol. And, they, uh, who is it? Uh, you know what? I honestly don't even know who this is from. This is bad. Well, What's from
0: randomgoodstuff.com. That's go. all you really
1: have to say. But, but uh... It uh, they, looks like a stuffed crust. Actually, not, not really. It just looks like a regular... I don't know.
0: Okay, well, it's not pepperoni. I don't. I, I think that's more like a salami or like a. Yeah, it, it's more
1: like a Genoa salami. It looks like. Genoa. That, that's that's yeah, that's there years you working. Little, little, little deli action. A little going deli action going. On. on. What was the
0: code for Genoa? Do you ever do you remember oh, it? Don't talk. <laughs> I could tell you the code for American cheese off the top of my head, and I was there like 15 years ago. But
1: it depends on what cheese, what company. Well, and we're
0: talking, uh, you know. Uh, the New York American, the New Yorker. That was 9411 where we were riding.
1: No, nah, that that wasn't it. Ours was 6344.
0: Well, all of our codes started with 94, unless you went for uh, the generic code. That was 9200, oh. they'd start to get a little upset. <laughs> no, sorry, 9400 9, was the generic code for seafood because our seafood was right next to it. Right. 9200 was the generic code for uh, for the deli. So.
1: let see. If we're going to start throwing down deli uh, numbers here, you know, this might take a while.
0: Yeah, you know, first we went down with the names. Now it's a cold-cut cold boar.
1: Cold <laughs> see, th- none of this is planned, people. This, nah. this, is, this is just <laughs> random junk that happens.
0: <laughs> All right, well, we we like the pizza. I think this is really, really cool. I'd like to actually see a couple other pizzas that are actually done up like this, but, you know.
1: Maybe like the Batman symbol.
0: I think the Batman symbol would be really good. The Green Lantern symbol would be really yeah. cool. The Flash, except that would be pizza that would have to be in 15 minutes or less. <laughs> See? Yeah, there you go. And we're, we're running on that one. All right. The next uh, little uh, story is something that hits near and dear to the hearts around here, at least the zombie uh,
1: aficionados. Yeah, the, uh, the makers of Twinkies, um, as well as Snowballs and Ding Dongs and, you know, everything else we know, uh, Hostess. I, I is, hate Snowballs. <laughs> uh, Hostess has uh, filed for bankruptcy. Which is uh, pretty upsetting to a lot of people, apparently.
0: Yeah, the uh, I, what it basically boils down to in business is it doesn't mean that the company's necessarily going away. No. trying to remove some debt. By the way, little little hot tip: we found out you can't uh, remove student loan debt from uh, declaring bankruptcy. It's the only kind of debt you can't get rid of. Found that out the other day. Not that we were trying to declare bankruptcy or anything. It was just one of those things you find out, and you're like, wow, that that's kind of weird that you can't do that. But that's the only kind of debt that's out there that you can't get rid of in a bankruptcy. And now you know. And no one's half the battle. Go, Go Joe. Joe. <laughs> we're, 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 I was a little late on that one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah that's, that's all right, you know. But, uh, you yeah, know, so uh, the character from Zombieland is going to have a little bit of a harder time finding some Twinkies. Yeah. And, yeah the, the whole Twinkie thing hits an near and dear to our heart, not because of Twinkies, but because of uh, Tasty Cakes, which is a local company which makes unbelievable confections, and they were bought out by Bimbo. Oh.
1: Bimbo. Bimbo. Yeah, I you know bet. what? It says Bimbo on the truck. It does. That's why you see it on the uh, Philadelphia Union shirt. Yeah, you know what? I was <laughs> going to buy one of their kits,
0: and then when they got Bimbo as a sponsor, I, I cannot wrap my head around saying, yeah, you know, I'm really happy to have the sponsor's name. And it says Bimbo right across the front <laughs> of the shirt. I don't care how – like – I understand cross-cultural sensitivities. I really do. And there, there's all kinds of fun things. Like when, when when your name is bimbo, it might mean something in Spanish. And it probably does mean something absolutely wonderful. But when it says bimbo, it means a certain thing here in the U.S. It's kind of like when uh, <laughs> we were dropping uh, supplies and it's a gift of the United States into the Congo. The Congo was a German uh, colony at the time when we were actually dropping uh, food supplies in. And gift in German is poison. So they weren't opening the boxes. Oh, geez. So, yeah, this is a long time ago. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of one of these things, like uh, the car that your dad used to have, the Nova. Yeah. Up here, everybody's like, yeah, Novas are awesome. Down there, like Nova, Nova, No-Go. No-Go. So there you go. I mean, there's you got to figure all these things out. Maybe a little bit of a brand recognition study would have worked out for the people at Bimbo. Bimbo. Probably. They're Bimbo. probably going to sue us now, but still. <laughs> all right. It's my while it lasted. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> sue me. <laughs> All right. Next little fun thing. Uh, Steve's not a beer drinker. I'm not a fan of this particular kind of beer. In fact, I'm really not a fan of this particular kind of beer. And it just so happens to dovetail into the bimbo thing. But uh, Corona has its own drinking game coming out. I guess when you sell bad beer, you have to make it with fun somehow. So it's not cheap. It's not uh, you know cheap as beers go. I mean, you know, we're not talking like Milwaukee's Best or anything like that. No Beast, no Natty Ice. It's Corona. And, uh, yeah, so they have a fun little drinking game that's in there. I appreciate the effort, really. But I wish you put a little bit more effort in actually making your beer drinkable to me anyway. I know that a lot of people actually are out there actually dig it, but it's just not my cup of tea. I thought it was pretty funny, and you can actually scan the QR codes to get uh, your dice in card games. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm not really big on QR codes. I don't know about you. No, not really. I don't even understand when websites have them on them. It's like I don't want to hold my phone up to the website. I want to click on whatever you have and right. let me go there. So you know, or maybe you can send something to my phone that way. But who knows. All right, now the next little thing we're going to do, a rundown. This is uh, fast food ads versus the real thing. I, I I actually really like this story. I think this is pretty cool. Yeah. But, uh, all right, you want to take them uh, left and right? So you go up top. You go to the first one.
1: All right, what we got here is uh, basically, you know, what we see in the ads and what actually it is. For instance, you know, you actually think this is the best one as an advertiser. Jack in the Box Tacos, they show full with lettuce, onions, you know, all the stuff they want to put in there. But what you actually get is like a flatbread. (laughs) It it looks like
0: the tactical sandwiches that came out. It's it's really dire looking and it's like soaked through with grease and there's no cheese. I think I saw one sliver of lettuce somewhere.
1: Yeah, you kind of see it.
0: It, you know, maybe there's just like a hint of a lettuce like a, a <laughs> rabbit walked by and dropped some of his lunch at least taco bell has most of the makings of the stuff that's actually in there except for the meat but, well no the meat's like peeking out down around the <laughs> bottom a little bit but you know it, it's and the, i mean the shell's broken the shell looks even smaller than the other one yeah well i think that was the other big thing about the the top one the shell's smaller yeah it is all right now mcdonald's is just pretty bad like the buns actually look pretty good which is weird because that's 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 the thing that usually kind of fails first, but uh, you're definitely missing some uh, accoutrements.
1: Yeah, it's not as pretty as the as the uh, as the advertisement, and a lot of people try to get it as the advertisement. They ask for it, and it just doesn't come out.
0: Yeah, I, I I like the fact that the McDonald's patty on the advertisement is like three times the size of the uh, piece of shoe leather <laughs> that you actually get out there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, McDonald's Big Mac, Big Mac. <laughs> They actually show you a whole uh, list of the different ones. Actual Burger and Box. Then they have uh, uh, <laughs> the Whopper.
1: Yeah, that's 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 sad. That and you know what? It even says that they tried to slightly fluff it up.
0: They, <laughs> yeah. The, when you have to have a job as a sandwich fluffer, you know <laughs> that you have issues. But uh, you know, I, I appreciate that that people actually attempt to make things. And this is the most attractive angle. The big and tasty is apparently. A little bit bigger and somewhat more tastier than some of the other ones, but hey, you know what? We're, we appreciate the effort, so McDonald's kudos to you. But uh, they don't—they don't have some of the other fine fast food restaurants that we're, we're familiar with over here. No,
1: like so. I didn't see Wendy's or Arby's. Or.
0: Wendy's has recently changed pretty much ninety-five percent of their food, and it's actually kind of edible now. Wow. I still don't like their chili. No, still I don't too like them in <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> It is what it is. Yeah.
1: Speaking of cooking and food, what do we got up next there, Steve? Uh, we got the induction range, which uh, lets you cook anywhere on this uh, range pretty much. Uh, instead of uh, what you would normally have, and actually, you know, I used to you know, help my uncle work with, is uh, it was the same concept except for you had only four spaces that you could use it for. And then normally you would have the middle to, you know, if you wanted to cool it down. Now, this one... Just the whole entire thing heats up, so I actually think this is a pretty neat idea. It gives you uh, the ability to cook a lot more.
0: Yeah, one of the, the coolest things that I think about this is we have a funky pot upstairs. that's like part of the Rachel Ray collection and all that. It has like an orange handle. Right. But it, it's oblong, so it, it could almost fit across two burners if you wanted to have a burner at the very ends of the oval. Right. But if you put it in the center, it's it has uneven heat and it cools on the side. This isn't like a wok where it's supposed to be cooler on the sides and hot in the center. This is supposed to kind of heat evenly, so it would actually heat evenly on this kind of surface. Right. Because wherever it touches, it's going to heat. So I, I like this. I think this is really cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, except for the fact that I've never actually cooked on electric ranges with any kind of uh, any kind of success. I'm much more used to the gas cooking. Yeah. So now we're cooking with gas, that whole thing. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I had to, had to work that in there, but, you know, like cooking over fire just seems a little bit more more my style.
1: Yeah, I, I would, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the fire myself.
0: All right. So it's your hot stuff?
1: That's right. I'm hot stuff.
0: <laughs> All right. The, the next, I love this next story. The, this is unbelievable. I cannot believe that th- it has taken this long, but somebody actually found my coffee mug that I lost. <laughs> this is the world's largest usable coffee mug. If you have $50, you need to buy this mug and send it to me. But if you have $50 and you want this mug for yourself, I'm very sorry, but they're sold out. Now, um, th- this just seems to be one of the coolest things that I've ever seen. This can hold 20 cups of coffee. It's giant. It's porcelain. And it is accurate. It's 6 inches in height, 10 inches in, the, in diameter. I have no clue how much this thing actually weighs. And it can hold over a gallon of coffee in a single cup. So this should last me for the morning.
1: So, if it holds just over a gallon of coffee, how much do you think it weighs?
0: I don't, well, I mean, a gallon of water is eight pounds, but I mean, how, how much is the actual cup
1: weigh? I'd put another three pounds onto it.
0: Three pounds? Really? I, okay. I don't know. So, I mean, I would use that for baking. That'd be kind of funny. You could bake like something in there, like a giant <laughs> coffee cake in a coffee cup, have a little meta action going on there. <laughs> yeah, see how you could do it. I mean, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> All right, you know what? Uh, s- thank you so much for uh, sticking around, Norbert. Enjoy the pizza party with MakerBot and uh, take p- pictures, man. <laughs> All right, uh, we have a one last story here, and this is the uh, the funky thing. This is the hidden animal cereal bowls. I have no idea how why anybody would spend. for a bowl. Even if the bowl has a a
1: tiny little picture of a kitty that
0: appears when you fill it with uh, stuff.
1: Yeah, I I don't see the point of I like it. I think it's neat. Yeah, it's a but, neat, it's a neat concept, but not for three, not for that price. But
0: you know what? It's like this is the kind of thing that you get for your kids. Mm. This is the kind of thing that you would say, "Hey, you know what? Hey, Paul, look at this." And when you fill it up, it looks like a cat. He's like, "Okay, fine. I didn't want that. I wanted mac and cheese." And then you're out three hundred seventeen bucks. That's all he really wants. Yeah. So I mean, mac and cheese isn't going to look like a kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> they have uh, what appears to be a wolf, uh, a dove, and uh, a, uh, a kitty cat. Yeah, so there you go, and here we are. Yeah, I, that's, that's just that's just weird.
1: I would think so. They're,
0: they're gentle curves in the bowl, so so you can't see them when they're empty. I thought it was awesome, so I had to share it. All right, that about wraps it up here today for the uh, Caffeination podcast. We'd like to thank everybody who stopped into the chat room, uh, Valley Man and NorbTech specifically. Thank you for uh, keeping the chat stream going as we were uh, digging through today's show. It has been an absolute uh, wonderful. Uh, <laughs> Wonderful uh, journey here today. Uh, and if you're watching the live stream, you end up watching one of the videos, and we actually produce these and put these out. Uh, the image that you see up on the screen is the very first image for the uh, Caffeination podcast that I ever did. Uh, this is the first logo it ran for a couple months, and then I quickly changed to something else. And it's all the way up until what we have now is the uh, the little beam with the RSS. So... We've come a long way. Uh, we now have a, a co-host who's here almost every week, so it's uh, it's been wonderful uh, changing uh, with everybody throughout the year. So if there's anything that you'd like to see happen on the show, or anything that you'd like to see uh, uh, materialize, please you know feel free to fire an email off to caffeination at gmail dot com, or contact us in any one of the number of uh, ways that are at the bottom of the page. There, we have a phone number two one five two four zero one three one nine. You can contact us at Twitter at twitter dot com slash caffeination uh, we also have a facebook fan page we're on google plus we're pretty much everywhere that you can be uh so you know share the stuff out let other people know about us and uh, thank you ever so much for listening is there anything final thoughts
1: i got nothing you got nothing um,
0: all right how about you larry outstanding work <laughs> all right from uh well this is paul steve and uh larry and uh i think we're done here so thank you ever so much for listening and stay caffeinated people